Boker Tov. Good morning, everyone. Continuing in Simon Kufnam Gimel, the laws of Kedusha Space Haknesas, the laws of the sanctity of a shoal. We've seen that you're allowed to, in certain circumstances, you're allowed to sell a shoal or a, even a, the, the ark or the bima or different dvarm of Kedusha. But there we saw there's a rule, if you sell a shoal, you can use the money for a higher purpose, such as buying a Sefer Torah, or to support people who are studying Torah, or to help marry off an orphan. Uh, But you can't go down in the Kedusha. Now, there is an exception. In Sif Zion, which is somewhat of an intricate Sif, Mishwara tells us that if you go ahead and you sell, let's say, a shul, um, and you do it with two things. It's been maimod kol anshe ha'ir, which means it's done in a very public way with the consent of the community, Together with the, what's called the Zion Tuve Ha'ir, the, it's hard to exactly know what, the, what this is. It's an official appointment of some sort. I guess the board members, the people who kind of run the city of some sort, the seven people of the city who are kind of in charge of public funds. So if it's administered in that kind of sense, it's done publicly with the consent of the city, unanimously with the Zion Tuve Ha'ir, together with the, the board of the city of sorts. So then you could go ahead and you sell a shul. You can even use that money, L'chulin, you can actually go downwards in value. Different Rishon explain what exactly how this works, but if at a certain point it's unanimous, unanimously decided that we're closing the doors, so then indeed you could sell the shoal and use that money um, for, for other purposes. However, the Mishabura, the Mahamarul explains this is, only, this is only permitted if it's done in a small town. But when it's done in a very big town, you can't do this. Why? Because we have to assume that there is someone who uses this shoal regularly, who is on the other side of the earth, He's not here right now, and he doesn't consent. He doesn't want the shul, the shul to be sold. So therefore, this halacha only applies when you have a small town. It's hard to exactly know how that applies nowadays. Mr. Bruce says it doesn't mean someone who just happens to you know, walk through town once in a while. It means someone who would come to that city on some kind of a regular basis and would actually use the shul in a real kind of way with regularity. So if that kind of community, so even with the Zayn Tuve Ha'ir, even with the board of the city, the Maimon Kala Ha'ir, with all the city there, you wouldn't be able to do this. Now, there are two exceptions. Mishabura points out one of the exceptions, which is, number one, is if there is another shul in town, so the fact that it's a big shoal, it's a big place, and there might be a big community, there might be someone on the other end of the earth who doesn't consent to the selling of the shoal, well, that doesn't really count because you can still dive in the other, in the other shoal. So it's only talking about when there's, this is the only shoal available. And the way that, I guess, point number two, that what Ramosha Feinstein points out is, is if there's no longer a minion in that shoal, the shoal is functionally not functioning, so that doesn't count either, because now what we're doing is we're closing down the operation, the shoal is defunct, it can get closed. So in those situations, so indeed you could sell the shoal and the, sh- and, the, and the funds can actually go down in the Kedusha. I don't exactly know what this really looks like in real life. This is just sort of the academic halacha. I've never really seen this in real life, what really happens when shoals, I guess, go out of business or for whatever reason decide to sell, but... These are, uh, this is exactly, this is how it works. Okay, wishing everyone a wonderful day.